0: Welcome to the Ministry of Geek. I'm Richard F.
1: and I'm Richard S. Episode forty-one. Not just forty-one. I noticed from your numbering convention, it's 041, Zero four one. Zero four one oh Are right. we going to have like a Y two K kind of problem when we get to nine hundred
0: ninety-nine? Yeah. Look at the rate we're we going to die. First. I didn't actually project what would happen if we got to nine hundred ninety-nine. I think that's an exercise We should leave until after the podcast, or maybe some one of our faithful listeners might actually compute that. I wonder what. Assuming that we continue to podcast on a fortnightly or Ooh, yeah. roughly like fortnightly basis, 40 years, um, allowing for uh, longish breaks over the summer period when we often aren't in vicinity of each other and we don't really want to rely on New Zealand's ropey broadband yeah. to sort of Skype it in or whatever. Um, yeah, if we computed that, that would be quite an interesting thing to see whether it would be like a live even expect to do you be think, alive based on our life Do you think be a case of,
1: you know, um, we'll, we'll become part of digital history and so it would be unacceptable for us to reuse the numbering. So, you know, because we could just loop around and go zero, zero, 001 again.
0: Well, yeah, I think that, no, that won't be possible. Won't be possible, won't okay. Won't be possible because, well, at least where we store the the um, podcast at the moment, they're up on archive.org and it uses... Um, some of that number and the episode. uh Yeah, it uses um, the number basically as part of a unique identifier oh, for the reference. So we would actually have a collision. Wow. And this is assuming that archive.org even exists in that future and whether they've even bothered to archive what we've asked them to archive. Yeah. Which if they didn't, well then, frankly, I, under the terms and conditions, which I'm sure we signed up to at some point, we'd, we'd have some. Uh, you know, reason to, to to
1: actually challenge them. So, you hey, imagine? you can
0: haven't you, looked after our very first podcast.
1: Can you imagine what we're talking about in you know forty years? I'd be like, ah, oh, I tell you what, wheelchair wheelchair <laughs> technology,
0: <laughs> kick ass. Yeah, oh, integration with the you know iPhone ninety seven. Yeah, and know, I got you know I've got this
1: uh, I got this app. Uh, for tracking, you know, who's winning in, in lawn bowls. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And hey,
0: look at this thing; it measures, uh, how, you know, the protein levels in my urine.
1: Output. <laughs> that's right. Oh, What's your urine
0: output like? Oh, yeah. it's
1: on my um, Bluetooth thing at Yeah, that's right awesome. If I just wee over my phone, yeah, it just knows the UE. <laughs> yeah. No, oh God, I'd, I'd hate okay. to think about that sort of thing. Yeah, we're going to cap. We're going, yeah. You know.
0: Well, actually, when we get to 999, would we go do a zero Cause Probably. zero zero oh. episode? Because zero 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 has not been used. True. And then we could. We'll have to extend the uh, the number of digits. Yeah, I, I think we're okay though. Okay, I think we're okay. Not just, not I'm that, worrying
1: unnecessarily. Is that what you're saying?
0: Well, also, I we're worrying unnecessarily, but I also don't want our listeners to think for a moment that we're going to stop doing this anytime soon. That's right. Uh, and we've been pretty good in terms of not skipping numbers. Yeah. Imagine if we did that. I wonder if that would mess with some of our listeners. It would certainly mess with me. You know, if we decide to go from 40 to, say, seventy, We can have, like, the
1: lost podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Certainly we've lost lots of weeks in our podcast. Yeah.
0: kind of wish some of those earlier ones we'd definitely lost. Yeah, true. The audio quality, not so good. True. So yeah. what have you been geeking out on? Well, I, I... um, Not not a whole lot, but I I, I watched uh, in... Doctor probably Who? Probably about fifty. No. Uh, I watched in about 15 minutes compressed real-time a 47-minute video of the... Microsoft Surface tablet pre-launch. I'll say it's pre-launch because the thing doesn't appear to actually be um, fully operational yet, unlike the Death Star, and that didn't stop them from going all out and having a big press conference or press release. Steve Bulmer, the other Steve, yeah. who really isn't Steve Jobs. No. Well, I mean, it can't be, clearly, because he's a different one, but he you know, if you actually watch the whole conference, I don't know if you've watched the video, but they they tr- they have a kind of an Appley style they're trying to take on, and yeah. there's even like a little segment where they do a video about the design of the surface, which we should talk about in a moment. And the, the video is almost in this kind of very a stipi- uh, very stereotypical Apple style nowadays, and the type of voiceover and the the little shots of designery people talking to the camera. Yeah, they don't have the kind of um, white background that they usually have. You know, with yeah, those Apple do. ads yeah. where it's always white background. No, these actually had. They're in real offices and stuff, so that that's a little bit different. But still, that the, the vibe, of the, the vibe of it is still very, very similar. And it's kind of weird, kind of watching Microsoft in, in many ways trying to emulate yeah. and copy um, the best and the worst of uh, you know Apple today. But in particular, it's quite funny seeing how stilted Steve Ballmer is. Yeah, I mean, he just he doesn't come across well. He's not natural. He should podcast more often. I found that podcasting is just go my to, public uh, speaking
1: skills. Toastmasters. Toastmasters, yeah. yeah. I'm
0: sure he's got time.
1: <laughs> yeah, bound to. He just fed in on his Surface. Surface. Yeah. It's not just the Surface, though, is it Surface tablet?
0: No, it's called Surface. Just called Surface. But TM. Surface was there overall... Surface TM,
1: because I noticed on. I don't, I don't know. If... It's been
0: trademarked, is it? Is yeah, that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, and they put it, it's quite prominent, like on their slides and their visuals. It would say Surface. Completely blank slide, you know, just solid colour, Surface. And the little TM on the Because the Surface side. was their name for their whole for the table tabletop, yeah. You know, and actually we've got um, I like Surface to thank for things like iPads and because right. uh, yeah. the technologies must be similar, or at least the idea. I don't know if it's patented. It's or good though. they're
1: recycling. I mean, that's good for the planet, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is good yeah, for the planet. We've patent. already got a perfectly good name.
0: Yeah, so they've. Um, I don't know what they call that the, the tabletop Surface technology anymore. I think they've given it something like Pixel Flow or something weird. Oh, okay. Which is really dumb, actually. When you think about, it. Surface was actually a good name for that. I think they should have called it like the new thing, Surface Junior. Yeah, know? and the, or the other one would be Surface Pro. You
1: know, or whatever. Oh well, yeah, I mean, keeping it in the same flavor, you could have called the new the new device uh, a Placemat. <laughs> actually, it's followed, about the right size. If they followed know? Apple's yeah uh,
0: thing, they would just call it the new Surface. The new Surface. Yeah. For Micah, yeah. You know, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I so I watched this forty-seven-minute thing. That was embedded in a web page, and I just like blitzed through it. I skipped the bits which were really boring, got to the interesting bits, and it was quite. It's quite good that you can just scrub through those things nowadays, yeah. and the quality's pretty okay. I felt like it was there, and that it you know was probably just as intensely dull and boring for most of it. Listening to Steve Bulmer. But It was interesting listening to the um, the design guy who spent what I considered to be an inordinate amount of time and emphasis on. The kickstand. Like, the kickstand is one of the most important aspects, Richard, of the surface. Like, so much effort and time and prototyping has gone into that kickstand. Not just the look and the fit of it, but also the sound of it, so that it sounds expensive, because presumably the surface (laughs) won't be. (laughs) They're saying, oh, you know, we want to make it like, you know, a um, a luxury car kind of experience. Like when you close the door of a BMW or, or a Mercedes, I don't know if he actually said these words, but, you know, that was the sentiment. When you close, and well, I think it was more the close, but when you open and then close the kickstand on the surface, you know that in your hands is quality. He also um, went into a great deal of, um, t- you know, depth around the 22 degrees camber of the sides of the surface so that when you hold it in your hands it just melts away it becomes an extension of your body and your soul because those 22 degrees make it easy for you to sit with that thing for hours and hours uh it was all of it it was all a bit overall and look apple does the same thing sometimes they go on and on about certain things but i think they've got the the insight to know that hey we're just a little bit ocd in fact, yeah. there, I remember there was a really good, really good documentary called Objectified, which is about design in the world, and it actually has Johnny Ives um, in the...
1: I think I've seen this, actually. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where
0: it's where it shot, but it's yeah. in some kind of workshop or studio, and he talks about, you know, the fit and finish of the uh, unibody Mac and stuff, but he, he laughs at it, and he goes, I suppose that makes me a little bit OCD, or makes us a little bit OCD, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. You know, so he's, like, he's self-deprecating, but the Microsoft guy, you know, and, you know, he's Great designer, I'm guessing. Great industrial design, but he says it says it with such earnestness and such um, almost self importance. It's yeah. like you know we're so cool because we spent freaking days and yeah. billions of dollars to get that twenty degree twenty two degree um, angle just right, and we put this. The kickstand through think, hours of an anechoic chamber you um, think, sound tests. I think, to a
1: certain extent, for a long time, you know, particularly the IT industry, you know, those industrial designers didn't get a lot of credit for... True. Actually, some pretty good work. And yeah. now that, you know, Johnny Ives has kind of made it, you know, popular in cool. oh, Apple, yeah. and Apple yeah. suddenly it's like, here's my chance to shine. I don't think anybody's ever appreciated how much effort we put into deciding what angle these things are. Here's my chance to shine. I am going to bore you, stupid. Oh, Let's oh, yeah. hope it doesn't it go was any like further because you yeah. know, before you know it, you'll get the you know the people that code the drivers coming. I'm going to say, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. So you know, coding a drivers, we we just decided the perfect way for a USB yeah. plug to engage and to for the electrons to flow. Yeah. Okay.
0: Did you did, and did you see this? You know, the slight coloration of the that little thing in the USB plug that we put in there. Did you Did you notice did that? See it? Because, yeah. You know, and uh, yeah. That little, that little, um, you know, the extra two pixels that we put on that menu item. Actually, you know, no, you do have people. Yeah, I've well, that. not. Too, do you remember? When too Fire, many I think like it was that. Firefox.
1: Did um, they one do of the it? versions they said, "Hey, we're going to change the um, home icon." Right. And people just Are we you know, nuts. They would see like variants going. Well, I've just changed the pixel below the doorknob on yeah. the door. No, no,
0: I'm okay with people <laughs> focusing on that detail, but they don't but need to tell a, me. Not at a worldwide conference. Exactly. They yeah, don't need to stand up here and tell me why this product is so much better because they spent all those hours. When you have to draw attention to features yeah. like that, A, you're tr- I think you're trying to say, hey, we're cool because of this, or we're just as good as those guys because we spent just as much effort. That's not the point of design. That's not the point of awesome design. Awesome design, you, you kind of, you, you don't, it blends away in many ways, you know, or it bleeds away, it just is. And it's the whole product where you go far out, the attention to detail of that is awesome. And it actually should be up to us. To say, oh, hey, look at that. Boy, they really did a great job in that kickstand. Man, your kickstand, that sounds like a BMW. Yeah. You know, oh, whilst, you know, that crappy one that you bought for your iPad, yeah.
1: I mean, that just sounds like a Toyota Corolla. And, this one, you know, this 90, one feels a bit like the, you know, know, the, the little flap on the top of a Nokia Lumia. That, well, see. Because that was a crappy piece of That was a design. crappy yeah. piece of
0: Well, yeah.
1: You know, that, that didn't feel um, expensive or classy. And the interesting thing to me about a kickstand is, I think what would have really sold it to me about how clever they were is that they demonstrated how a case works. Because let's be honest, for right. the twenty two degrees in the world, most people shove these devices in a case. Because
0: I'm thinking they're saying you're not going to need a case with this thing because
1: case. of vape. Oh, now
0: I don't know what the pr- proper trademark name is, but it's like Vapor MG, and I don't know if they say Vapor Mag, but it's the gas uh, deposition process they use to get magnesium to do, deposit itself. Onto the whatever the chassis of the surface is to make it scratch and um, you know fingerprint resistant. So I think they're saying, look, don't be don't be messing around putting stuff to cover this beautiful thing up. Just use it as is. Feel those twenty two degrees. Yeah. Feel those twenty two degrees. All right. But uh, apart from that, I mean, it it it, um I mean the, the industrial design looks great. They've got these cool things with the um uh you know a smart cover that's effectively got a keyboard built into it, which is
1: really cool. I mean, that is I that was cool. a good idea. That's good. Cool. I thought that was and, more I mean, exciting than the kickstand, just well, quietly. Yeah. Hey, but now, do the two have to kind of work together? Yeah,
0: But uh, and they have those different types of um, touch uh, cover t- uh, keyboards, right? Ones which... I think a purely touch, there's no movement in the keys. Mm. And then they've got some which actually have some movement. And then they use accelerometers to determine whether you've touched a key or just resting your fingers on the home keys and stuff. I mean, that sounds awesome. Um, but they just look, you know, they are just a smart cover. Yeah. Um, the, the other thing I was just wondering you know, that kickstand? Yeah. Can it
1: only work in one orientation when it's in port? Uh, landscape mode? I wouldn't have thought so because, you know, if you look at uh, picture frames, they only ever have one kickstand and they can always go landscape or portrait. They don't show
0: any um, promotional pictures of it standing in that landscape mode, I don't think. Well,
1: it probably makes the keyboard really hard to use.
0: I don't think, I don't think it's <laughs> going to work. Yeah, it does. I, I don't think it's designed for that. Okay. I think it's not. designed purely for the landscape. I want to watch a movie.
1: But I think it's okay, entertainment though, because at the end of the day, you know, mm. the... the Clearly, they launched the two together because they're kind of saying, hey, look, here's a thing that's a bit like a laptop, but it's more like well, that's a, a bit, tablet. And, th- and that's there.
0: Yeah, that's what that just didn't work for me, actually. Because I, I don't think
1: their unique selling point could possibly be a kickstand. No, it, no, it is, no. Richard. <laughs>
0: that, that's what I was getting from it. That, that was really... It bugged me. It's like, so you're basically telling me the only reason I want to buy this is for that classy, expensive-looking and sounding kickstand. Um, but actually, is the software any good? Because in the end, it's just a Windows 8 tablet and Windows 8 PC, isn't it?
1: Yeah, but... For people like me who actually quite like Windows, uh, I do like Windows Seven. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure I'm going to like Windows. 8. Yeah, I'm not. Too I'm sure actually you quite excited either. about having a, a tablet that runs Windows. I-, I could see you getting one of those. I could see you. Yeah, I
0: could see you replacing. I'm definitely not in that.
1: I'm definitely not in that place where yeah. I would say, "I oh know it's just stupid." I am actually like genuinely. Oh, like, I'm interested. Yeah, I, I, I want to touch
0: one of, of these things. I mean,
1: but, I want to have a. Well, not just a novelty perspective. And I'm not suggesting yours is, but I'm saying I actually think I could actually genuinely see it. As part of my ecosystem.
0: Oh, part of your personal <laughs> ecosystem. No, ecosystem. No, ecosystem, yeah. Of, right. your, your gadget you know, ecosystem, and I hope that it doesn't go to the gadget graveyard. It radio. really just
1: depends on how big the the wall I have to climb out of the apple walled garden is. I suppose. Well, you're not that entrenched yeah. in it.
0: Well, I suppose we've well, a lot stuff of apps you are. and a lot yeah. of
1: content. Yeah.
0: Well, well, hey, but with if you bought one of those Surface Pros, which are Intel based, you've got a whole bunch of apps that you will run on well apps applications. Yeah. I think the were, I was reading. I was reading some commentary about the Surface, and it, it kind of made me realize that we are moving away from a world and from business models where you have reasonably cheap commodity uh, soft, uh, hardware, like a PC, which runs quite expensive software. So, you know, the whole Windows model is that the computer... Is that, you know? It's a reasonable investment. People don't buy you know hundreds of them, but they, they, they cost a yep. bit of money. And the software is actually quite expensive, both the operating system as well as that's paying true. for Office. Yep. I mean, it's hundred, you were talking the other day <laughs> about the last podcast about the, um, the upgrading your yeah, yeah. Windows, and you just don't want to do it, right? No. Uh, and then if you wanted to t- put Office on there, that's a for what three four hundred dollars if you want yeah, to three, yeah yep. and that, that's New Zealand dollars. Um, you know, I don't know. It's not you know, it's not European dollars. You you can't really translate anyway
1: because you get local pricing, (laughs) and our local pricing is not particularly beneficial. So I was going to say
0: I don't know what what's the the Greek currency. I bet their currency is a bit down. Drachma. Drachma. So I don't know what it is. They're a euro country. They are, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But their old currency was the drachma. No, I don't think they should be a euro country. Anyway, um, so the cost of that is expensive now. Nowadays, you go into this hardware, which actually has come down hugely in price. Yeah. Wow. Again, you know, local pricing, um, notwithstanding, but pretty low cost uh, hardware. And software, which is meant to be just a fraction, tiny, minuscule fraction of the cost of that hardware, so the licensing models will change. I mean, the, the OS is free effectively yeah. on an Android and for iOS. I, I guess with a well, Windows, well, it costs Google billions dollars. Yeah, 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 yeah. But well, you know, you don't feel like you pay extra for it um, with the Windows eight thing. It's not like you're buy, spending extra to license the. Software on it in terms of the OS because it's built in, True. and you can't replace it. I don't think you can replace it. Can you? Well, you you wouldn't be able to avoid well, the ARM-based no, tablet. I don't know about no. the Intel-based tablet. Like for example, could you run Linux on a Win on a Surface? I bet they won't allow that. I bet they'll do something to stop that. Well, it'd be an interesting thing to find it's out, right? So, so you're yep. saying that we're
1: going back to that hardware and operating system tied together, tied together. The original and, Mac model.
0: Yeah. And, and the software is really cheap, right? Apps yep. being really, really cheap. And this is like a completely foreign model to Microsoft. And I was just reading some stuff saying, hey, they, they've got to like compete in this new world. They need to find relevance in a world where they can't charge a lot of money and make all their profit from licensing an OS and um, selling, selling you licenses for expensive Microsoft Office products because people don't expect it to cost that much. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm kind of fascinated to see whether this is what they're trying to do. Um, this stuff I read really was saying that Microsoft aren't so much doing this in order to compete against an iPad. Right. As So much as trying to basically shift their business model into a new realm. Because um, apart from these tablets, what did Microsoft used to make? Mice and keyboards, right? Yeah. And I think it's a kind of, a, it's a different, it's a, it's a different... the good, um, <laughs> good mice, good keyboards. You, you still use that mouse that you... That touch mouse? No, I still resent you for encouraging
1: me to buy that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, so great yeah. mice, yeah. In but general, you know, great mice, yeah. But, you know, making a tablet's a heck of a long way away, quite different than making uh, and selling mice uh, and really, keyboards. I mean, it'll be, be made by Foxconn, presumably. Yeah, but, I mean, it's huge. And they know how to make that stuff. Huge amount of, um, you know if it goes into designing one of those things and there's you know they're complete way more sophisticated and complex than a mouse or a keyboard. So they don't have the pedigree of making and selling hardware. This is from my mind the only real piece yeah, of but hardware they've heard of, themselves. The same was of
1: Apple. You know, what do Apple know about making telephones?
0: No, but they've always made hardware. They've always manufactured hardware. I don't see um, that that was so different. Well, For a mouse Microsoft is Microsoft <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's just it's, it's trivial hardware compared to the complexity of a tablet.
1: Oh, so now you're claiming to be a hardware expert? Well, I don't. Yeah, they're just components you buy off the shelf and you assemble them. The key. Oh, the, you the go key, build one in the, the weekend, you The key, yeah. is to get the right degree of angle on the. On the tablet. <laughs> you're right. You're right.
0: Actually, all <laughs> that other stuff, up. all that other system integration. Oh yeah. Piece of
1: weasel Absolutely. piss, yes. isn't
0: it? Yeah. If you if you got it 21 degrees. Well, you got twenty three. Be a flop. It'll be a flop. You're right. Yeah. it would be all over. I mean, it would like be cutting into your fingers, into your hands. You'd be, be bleeding. You'd yeah. be dropping it all the time. Man, have you have you um, measured the angle, or the camber on the uh, side of your iPad? <laughs> doesn't matter anyway because you've got. Uh, I'm
1: sure. That, I'm sure somebody has it. though. I'm sure somebody said that's interesting because Apple's gone for twenty two. Well, you know, like the whole screen size thing. That's all those debates. You know, Apple yeah. insists such, such screen sizes the Ow. optimal screen size for the length of your thumb and, you know, but. Based on the average, you know, Based thumb on size. Average thumb. Yeah. I'm not sure if I have an average thumb. I'm, uh, I've got small hands being oh, Asian. But. So, so I, you know, one of the questions I guess is, is are my hands surface compatible? <laughs> you, I don't know if you're surface certified. <laughs> well, there's a good I could be gold certified, which, you know, means my hands are perfect, and then I could be like yeah. silver certified for yeah. good but not perfectly yeah. comfortable.
0: I would say, well, how certified are your hands for the iPad or for your phone? Because mine's great for the phone, it's probably mm, probably only about 80% for the iPad. Right. So I don't know what <coughs> that means for the... Surface is bigger, As I, as I think
1: I expressed, uh, you know, the first thing I did with my iPad was stick it in a case. So you yeah. know, um, whatever degree of angle they chose, I couldn't care less. Um, the only thing I don't like about it is the fact that the power button's slightly hard to press. Yeah, it's press, recessed now. Because I think it's completely reliant on smart covers, and my cover's not always as smart as I might like.
0: I wonder if those 22 degrees uh, will really feel different, depending on different sized hands... Uh, whether you've got particularly sweaty hands, whether you've got quite coarse um, Is it perfect in know, the hands of, a, hands of a two-year-old? Well, I, I don't know if they've done that kind of user yeah. testing. Uh, but they have. It, well, no. Just Richard, you just asked me for they, another video where they, they didn't explain. talk about any of that. They talked about um, you know, an anaesthetic chamber where they put the thing in to listen for endless hours to the
1: clunk of the kickstand, but <laughs> yeah. I don't
0: believe they necessarily tested it in the you hands gotta of those remember, people. you got to
1: remember, what you saw was the highlights of what they had to say. Yeah. There could have been a lot of other stuff in there.
0: Look, if it had been tested that well in so many different hands, don't you think we would have heard about it? I don't think Microsoft is like you know can keep a conspiracy secret like no, that no, that's true. Um, safe from the world. We would have heard about it long before now. So anyway, I thought it was pretty cool. The, the video, the little promotional video they have for the thing, have you yeah, seen that? No, that's, pretty, that's pretty funky. It's um, almost a bit scary, though. It's the sort of video that I don't think I'd want to show small children because it's got these really... Um, you know, dark sort of themes to it. It's it's quite, it's got this loud music. It doesn't sort of feel light and hopeful. It actually sounds quite ominous, like, oh, we've got a new tablet in place, and by God, you know, it's cool. <laughs> and, you know, this is so cool and dark, yes. Yeah, actually, you could play a bit. Oh, no, don't, because no, it won't come across too well on the podcast. Anyway, so you're, you're going to get one. You're yeah, going to try one. one out. Yeah, I'll get one. You hear it here. Yeah. Richard has made a commitment, sight unseen. Just Hasn't I'm even felt one. Very we don't even know how m- we don't even know how much it costs. It's from Microsoft. So it'll be cheap, right? So you are buy it pretty much with the kickstand and one of the cases. What sort of case would you get? Would you get oh, the one that's hideous got, colours? No, they're not. They're
1: cool. They're the kind they're of, of hideous, hideous colours that it. Apple put out with the iPads.
0: Yeah, but would you get one that actually has um, keys that have movement or just the pure touch one?
1: No, I hate pure touch. I would go for keys with movement. Okay, depending on how much I go for, for that dark coloured one.
0: I, it looks okay. like a neat um, screen. It it does look very um, what sixteen by nine. Uh,
1: yeah, it does. Thing. It's ten point six inch. Yeah. So it is that much more inches than the other one.
0: Did it's, you actually? I so you it's didn't like watch the video. 8. I watched no, the no. video,
1: and it was quite interesting seeing Stephen Sinoski,
0: who's the you know the Windows eight leader. I think uh, he was doing a bit of a talk, and he had one of the things, and then he was trying to scroll around on it just before he was demoing Netflix, and it locked up. And he had to run over to the table and say, Oh, just wait a second and go get another one. That's not something you see too often in demos. Yeah. And probably not, not something- since
1: Windows 95. which you'll Yeah.
0: See, oh, no, it's not a good look, right? You're yeah. out in front of a crowd. It's like, Hey, look at this, you know, touchy, touchy, scrolly, scrolly. Oh, no scrolly, scrolly. Oh, oh. OK, run back and go get a, a replacement. It uh, looks a bit silly. So, Richard. Yes.
1: Just ordering one, sorry. Are you? Yeah, no.
0: <laughs> Just thought, hey, come back to the podcast.
1: What have you been geeking out on? Robotics. 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 So somebody put me on to the, uh, well, no, this will start our conversation, uh, I think, you know, we mentioned I bought, so I bought a Raspberry Pi and I, you know, I got up high enough in the list where they were willing to take an order from me. Right. So Fantastic. I took an order and it said, you know, it won't be delivered until August. And I was excited about that because that gave me until August to work out what I would use it for. Yep um and so i talked about you know i could use it as a microcontroller to control something that i'd yet to think of you so could use it use as it a media to, player or a media player as media media i was short of those yeah um and somebody said oh well you know if you were just using it as a microcontroller surely you'd use an Arduino." i think i've got that uh, yes here. yes Adruno. uh which is you know these little clipped together microcontrollers and then i ended up on a you know before i know it somebody said well a really good site is roboticsaustralia.com.au and so there i was looking through all wow. these modules uh, and I found it fascinating. I yeah. understood very little of what was there. <laughs> <I, laughs> Why? Well, because it's an Australian. I kind of got yeah, well, it. Was an Australian. Very difficult. Yeah. Very very the, hard. The, to the accent in the web. Accent letters, in the web. It's very difficult. So um, websites difficult. Yeah. So yeah, there, there was kind of like it was one of those websites where it kind of assumed you knew something, and I didn't. It actually did a reasonable job of saying what yeah. things were, but I think it still kind of assumed you had some sort of basis in understanding I'm how to flip things together. You know. And then,
0: then, is, that, is that what it, and it's, it's electronics right It's electronics But it's, it's all kind of
1: Designed to kind of you know Snap together modular. A little bit like Lego um, Oh and I understand you, and
0: Lego you, and you, <laughs> Lego Isn't Lego Mindstorms Is all yeah. that kind of robotics With it is, Lego it is. So um, is this just Like grown
1: up Lego It Mindstorms? is because yeah, At the end of the day you, know, you can click in You can clip in Sensors for all sorts Of weird things Like yeah. you know Detecting high levels of carbon monoxide or, yeah, you
0: know, real real world, ex- real world examples. Um, Can we sorry, build a predator out,
1: drone from uh, this? Well, there's a UAV module. You're kidding me. No, I'm not kidding <laughs> you. Uh, and I made the mistake of showing this to my son, who's five. Yeah. And, and suddenly he was like, oh, Dad, we should build a robot. And I'm like, "Yeah." whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, whoa, whoa. Yeah. I feel sure that building a UAV <laughs> is more difficult than simply buying this module. No, 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 no. this is going to be so cool. And it needs to have a video camera. Okay, just slow, slow down. And, yeah. Before I know it, you know, I had like a five hundred dollar <laughs> list of and I have got no idea how you. Pro- well, I, my understanding is you program it in C, right? No. Uh, so you know, yeah. so my, my fear is that you know, up in the sky will be my UAV, and it will you know run out of memory. Yeah, <laughs> I don't do garbage collection. Uh, you Mallock, fallock, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, and so then I was attracted yeah. to another one called Fizz. Yeah. So Fizz runs the uh, Microsoft .NET Compact Framework. I like that much more because yeah. that looks after its own memory. Right, and I can right. kind of program in C Sharp. Well, I, I feel like, sure, I could program in yeah. C Sharp. Yeah, really it's close enough to, it. to Java, too. Uh, but, yeah. you know, Adruno really has the market sewn up in terms of, you know, all the different modules you well, can those get. Who's building anything.
0: Are there good videos of people, like, making robots doing cool stuff? Yeah, yeah,
1: and you can get some, you know, you can get those really cool kind of robot-y uh, tires that are like <laughs> little, nodule, little nodules of... You can oh, build Wally cone. You, you could build Wally. Build anything, I, uh, but the problem I feel is that building it's going to be the easy, but it's the coding. see. <laughs> but even even snapping together, I don't
0: see how that's that simple. Is it literally like you know you get some wheels, you plug them in? There's a drivetrain. I mean, don't you have to? A wouldn't be about all that kind of stuff, would it? Wouldn't have stuff of a drive train. Well, no. Would, so
1: essentially, what you do is um, you'd, you'd you'd have a PCB board, and you'd yeah. be able to plug in the wheels a little bit. Right, no, so actual servo motors. With right, choose your own wheels attached which to the motors. Which then module. connect to the drone servo module. motors connect to yep. the module, and then you could, could program, control that. Pre- program the module. Okay, so all so the servo
0: motors and all that stuff comes yep. is all. So there are some starter
1: kits that you can get. For yep. example, so you can get one which is basically a robot that has a essentially a light dark sensor yep. on the bottom, and so it will follow a line. So ah. you can draw a maze on the ground; so it will follow a line. And I think that's probably the way to go: is to have a like get a starter kit like that.
0: Yeah, you could draw lines all around. On, on your floor at home and, yeah, get, it to and
1: get it to follow that. Follow, follow that. Well, I'm not was, sure why, but. The, the, what I thought was funny was the person next to me. So I, I had two examples that people yeah. uh, explained to me. So I, one of them was the name my person that I sit next to, who is a, a, another architect, yeah. um, software architect, I might add, not, a, not one that actually designs buildings. when when the conversation came up he said oh yes I've got one of those he said look at this and he brought up a web page and he he uses his Adruno module uh, and he's got an Ethernet connection and so you can see the temperature of his wardrobe live over the web. Why does he do that? And I I do believe it's possible that you could even control the heater I'm not sure or maybe that was a future expansion of his wardrobe heater which he was using to, to ward off mildew.
0: Oh I see. Yeah. You know, wouldn't it be cheaper just to get a bucket of damp red or something? Oh,
1: where's the fun in that? <laughs> Maybe it does. Maybe it pops open, a box. It pops open the damp and, it's, and a it's a way of enhancing to the It the internet of, and it
0: reorders damped. it from, uh, yeah. you know, wherever you buy those uh, things from the supermarket if it runs out. So so that was kind of cool. Wow, I mean, that, that, that's geeky. That, the, is pretty, that is pretty that geeky. Is pretty and geeky. The
1: other person across from me wanted yep. to implement something called reverse geocache. Ah, right. All right. And that is basically where you're given a box. Uh, yeah. Which is running one of these things with a GPS receiver in it, and the box will open when you go to the location you've been told to go to. Right. The idea being, you know, so in her example, she was saying, I want to give this birthday present to my partner who's into geocaching, and his present won't open until he takes it to a certain location. Well, or you and use again, she was going to use microcontrollers, or microcontrollers, <laughs> GPS receivers, yeah. presumably a long life battery, yeah. and so on and so forth. So, yeah. Well, I felt surrounded by people that were kind of like, you know, embedded microelectronics geeks and. Well,
0: I'm fascinated by that, and I always thought that that stuff's not that accessible to someone like me. who's not very good with the hardware side of things. You know, I've never been really good at
1: soldering stuff. and Yeah, well, you don't have together. to. Yeah, no, no. I, well, I don't know. Because I was the same, right? Because I was thinking, oh, you know, it'd be way too hard. But just, you know, here's your module, here's a GPS receiver, it plugs in you know, the Well, that is fantastic. And then you just have to program stuff and see. I wonder what the development environment's like. I, I think mean, it has its own, again, so it yeah. has its own. Um, and so, so, for example, there's these core modules and then there's, you know, people have come up with, you know, open source uh, enhancements. So, for example, the yeah. UAV is just a, a collection of, uh, you know, the, the core processing unit, uh, some accelerometers, gyros. Hey, how does this relate gyros. back to Raspberry Pi? Well, this is, this is, because that's how the conversation started, which was right. buying little things to do something with, I'm not quite sure what. People right. said, ah, well, if you want to do that... The Adruno is a cheaper option that you can right, actually, than a rag- actually buy cheaper
0: than the Raspberry Pi, I suppose. What, like yeah, it, yeah, well, like fifty bucks. Yeah, yeah.
1: The Arduino is about the same for, but you don't get very much. So you certainly get much more from the Raspberry Pi for yeah. your dollar. Because if you wanted to take a and build something that's equivalent to a Raspberry Pi, not that you would, because no, because that's like enough, a really big. Computer. If you wanted to have like you know video out and you wanted to have all yeah. that kind of stuff, it'd be no, no chance.
0: Yeah. in fact, yeah. I'd, can you really build a general purpose computer from a Because I, no, I, I thought it was so. more just as you say, a microcontroller. And, you know, you know controlling you know voltage or you know let current go here
1: stop current from going there do all that kind of cool stuff but the fizz, the fizz, the fizz is quite cool for for a very reasonable mm. four hundred dollars um, four hundred dollars yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get what they call a spider and that comes with like uh, the microcontroller that you can you can um, implement dot net comes with like a touch screen yeah it comes with like an output screen it comes with like a video camera it comes with all these that's oh, quite cool I don't, I don't know i still can't think of any use for this problem it
0: sounds like it will fill a young boy's dream it will. if his dad so is other prepared option, to spend five hundred bucks on another option. Yeah,
1: which I could use if I didn't want to spend that money. Of course, is to reprogram my Roomba, my robotic oh, vacuum Because yeah. honestly, it, it's not behaving well at the moment. I feel I could do better.
0: Can, it, like, have you upgraded the firmware on that thing? No. ever? Is it still running it, factory it's, programming? It is. Yeah, factory. And it, is it
1: is it misbehaving? Yeah, it is. It's. It, so, the rumour does have a few little fatal flaws. Uh, yeah. Can't go up upstairs the, like the Daleks. It can't go upstairs like the Daleks, and it doesn't hover like the modern Dalek. Um It goes into what they call the spiral of death, I think. Really? Uh, where yeah. it just spins round and round. So, mine started doing that, and, you know, generally that's pretty terrible. Have you Googled that and had a look yeah, that's, w- that's what not calls at what causes that? Is it a hardware fault uh, or a software it's a sensor. They? I think it's a sensor problem. Yeah, it probably needs to be clean. So, you know, but I figure a sensor is just telling the, the microcontroller that it should go round and round, and mm. I figure I could override that. <laughs> <laughs> not only that, but, you know, maybe I could. Um, you know, maybe I could do uh, overclock it. Like yeah, go, bit, go like faster, go suck harder. Yeah, suck <laughs> work but, a bit better. Well,
0: is, because the um, the is a little bit like the, those Sony IBOs. Remember those Sony IBO mm-hmm. dolls? And, and people would like hack those and yeah. reprogram them. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. I don't think Sony actually wanted you to do that. I don't think they'd provide you with an SDK. You want to require? Rumour I think it was, did. So does. rumor does provide. Yeah, you I don't know if they, the they still
1: do. But when I bought it, at Sony it said hey, you know what, you know, you've got to agree. Who
0: sells Like, What brand is that? Is that Hoover? Is no, that, Roomba, it that's
1: its own brand. You bought a... It's made by a company called US Robotics.
0: Oh, didn't US Robotics used to, like... They're making military stuff. And... Oh, okay. I thought they used to do things like um, like palm pilot-type devices or routers or Oh, something. yeah, maybe I've got the name is wrong. It? I could yeah. have got the name wrong. US Robotics.
1: You're right, actually,
0: yeah. No, no, no. They, yeah, I, don't, I don't think they're a military <laughs> company. <laughs> no. No, uh, yeah, can't remember. I could see them using a whole fleet of Roombas, say, to clear mines or something. Yeah, know? that would be. They, a cheap... Would that not be a cheap way of clearing mines? They
1: were, <laughs> <laughs> they were a serious, um, a serious uh, robotics company, but you can imagine going to the military and saying, "Yeah, we also do, uh, we do vacuum cleaners. cleaners." Yeah, yeah really kick ass. Yeah.
0: Well, that's the thing that gets me, Rich, is that I like I wouldn't just go buy a car from some company that I've just heard of that says, "Oh, yeah, we, we've just gotten into the car market." Yeah. fact, you bought. Quite an important home appliance from a company that has no
1: pedigree in suction and household cleaning, and I think that's it's actually not quite. True. I think it's kind of foolish. Why wasn't the first generation? It had been around for a few generations.
0: Yeah, but so it's the not company's a household called. Name. The company's
1: actually called iRobot. I apologise. Okay, so not US robotics. Uh, no, that was complete uh, fabrication. That was uninformed. <laughs> so look, they make military robots. No, like serious. Like you know, look, that looks like a mine. <laughs> Not quite a minor no. Right, or they a bomb disposal to that picture, robot. They make robots oh, you can okay. throw.
0: Okay, yeah, robots and, that and you can throw. And vacuum cleaners. Yeah, well, okay. So they do have a pedigree in robotics, but not necessarily in household. No, anyway. and in it, all
1: fairness, when it says it's a vacuum cleaner, it's not really a vacuum cleaner at all. It's a carpet sweeper. Right, <laughs> <laughs> but it has. It does have it's a, a bit very of, noisy carpet. It, it does have a bit of suction, though,
0: right? It does it a little bit, yeah. But more so or less, it,
1: the brushes flick and that sort of grabs it, as opposed to sucking it from deep down in the piles. Yeah. So if you use it you know, long enough, you won't have carpet. Right.
0: Seems a bit silly. Yeah. They really should have just built a consumer robot that was programmable and could move. Do your kids, or in fact, what does your cat think of? Well, actually, it's not a cat. A My youngest
1: son, who's three, I was terrified of it for a long time. I'm not surprised. Because it does move in quite disturbing ways. Right. You know, it sort of randomly heads off towards you. It always seems to somehow, despite the fact that it's programmed to be entirely random, it always seems to head towards somebody that doesn't want head it headed towards them.
0: My daughter has developed a rather um, irrational fear of lawnmowers at the moment. And she, she doesn't like the sound of loud things like lawnmowers or coffee makers. I imagine that robot, that rumour would scare the bejesus out of her. Yeah. And well, it makes a big noise when
1: it's going. My son, also he it wanted moves. it out of the house. Well. Even when it was inanimate. Even when I it said it's not plugged in. Really? The flat. He was like, oh, no, I want it gone. Yeah, kids
0: don't understand this. Yeah. You know, they, they do not understand this. They can't, they can't reason like us, Richard. And this is why I don't believe that robots, anytime soon, are going to be an integral part of our lives, helping us. As much as I want robots to do my ironing and my washing um, and my work, I just don't think it's about
1: to happen because well, think,
0: people will fear for them.
1: So the funny thing about this is it comes in, going back to the, the Roomba, is it comes, yeah. in a couple, it comes in multiple models. But let's, so there's one that just does vacuum cleaning. There's another one called uh, Scuba, I think it's called, or yeah. Um, scuba. scuba. Does it clean your floor? Hey, it washes serious. your floor. Oh, I was going to say, I thought it cleaned your of a um, robot that's got, like, just kind of wandering around my house with a vessel of water that it can Don't like the, the, the idea floor. of that. I How just, does
0: it know not to go on carpet?
1: Well, I don't know. Carpet sensor, presumably. All right. Carpet sensor. <laughs> which are built into the other one. That's I was right.
0: actually thinking that you, you were going to say that the um, scuba would clean your swimming pool. Because that would be cool. That would be cool. I think. I, yeah. No, I, I think they've got one of those, though. Then they had those. Um, let that one. Pool cleaner things called the, the spiders, or something.
1: The iRobot Vero pool cleaning robot. Oh, they do! They do. They do. <laughs> How yeah. the hell? That's look fantastic. That. I'm going to have to check out iRobot. What yeah. is it, iRobot.com? Yeah. Or? Uh, yes, iRobot.com. Yeah. Cleans floor to waterline and everywhere in between. So that yeah. must be interesting. Must climb up the walls.
0: I wonder if you can. Can you buy uh, military robots off that site, Richard?
1: Um, <laughs> yeah. Do they for have defense. UAVs for defence of public safety? Fantastic. Uh, let's see if I can get a price. Wow. Okay, no, so we're checking oh, out the, to, a Sug-V. What's a Sug-V? A V. A Sug-V. Sug uh, well, it's like bomb look. Disposal, I like I First Look. It looks quite cool. First Look, cool. yeah. So First Look is obviously, uh, well, not obviously, but it's a camera camera on a, it looks kind of cheap. It does look cheap. And looks good, It looks, and
0: and like, like, good, a, right? looks yeah. like a D-Link router with, um, tr- it does
1: actually look... Something yeah, like and a couple of things on the back. couple of Memo um, radio I think it's, it's trying to show me back. a video, but that's never going to be a successful thing, is it? No, not not an iPad. It's small, light, throwable. See how I said throwable? Provides hasty situational awareness. Performs persistent observation. Investigates confined spaces. It's a camera. It's a camera. Is it really what you're telling me? It's, it's, a, a, camera it's a, camera a camera with some... On track- a with, On a Roomba.
0: <laughs> I mean... We, we could uh, get into this
1: business pretty easily, I would have thought, Richard. Well, I, and we could do this with Adreno. We'll do this with Adreno. I'll program the Adreno. Yeah. Hasty
0: situational awareness. It's like we've mounted this DSLR. In fact, no, we don't even need one of those. A cheap um, digital camera um, onto something like a
1: Roomba. And as long as it's got some foam around it, we could throw it. <laughs> I like this. So I'll proceed this. This is a uh, quote from the Marine Corps Times. Oh, Marine Corps Times. I didn't Corps even times. know they had that, but anyway. So it could be used to survey areas too small for marines, like crawl spaces, etc., etc. et, cetera, et cetera. And just because the robots are small doesn't mean they're dainty. They can be thrown through glass and survive <laughs> significant drops.
0: Can you throw your Roomba? Have you I tried bet they that?
1: Throw a lot. I, I've dropped it. Yeah. yeah it's not good. No. no. It's probably what goes in the death
0: circle. I wonder whether... You know, the, these things are all very gimmicky, eh? So I kind of wonder whether, if, if you went and tried to program it now, whether you could get, um, like... The development environment up and running. Whether that's been kept up to the date with the firmware's updatable.
1: Yeah, that's true. Whether I'm not even sure what the interface is. It's probably USB or RS232 or something oh, I'm, like that. Oh, My fear is it might be RS232. Yeah.
0: Don't we have we don't have RS232 ports on the back of things nowadays, do we? I certainly no, noticed. I've, I've got an
1: adapter for USB. I'm pretty sure.
0: Yeah, I was going to say I don't think my iPad or my MacBook Air have a as a. U, no, I don't think it's thick
1: enough to take an RS232. No,
0: I do remember some old computers that I had that actually had an RS232 serial port and then they had the parallel ports you know when yeah. we used to have to print plug printers into yeah. those parallel ports awesome. oh man
1: they were fast days.
0: that was the old days imagine if you still had those um, yeah. in Maptos. hey hey what did you think of those um, those new MacBook the the, um, the retinal display Retina That's cool. display
1: MacBook I think it's yeah? cool you like that? I, I think the person who made the... You know, there were lots of people deriding it as, you know, blah, blah. Quite expensive. Usual. Uh, yeah. Well, no, just kind of like, is it really necessary I can't see the pixels on my screen? But it's very much like the iPad. It's kind of well, like... If it's you, there... You can't, but you, you notice it when you change. It's I think like having extra horsepower and yeah. being able
0: to go faster in your car. You don't always use it, but... Or, or leather seats, you know, it's just there. Yeah,
1: I think... Because we all just get kind of used to the fact that you can see pixels, even, you know... Because, you know, like... Typically, I, work I on a 20, twenty-four-inch in screen. Yeah, I don't see pixels. I see I pixels everywhere. I don't see many. Do you? Yeah, I mean,
0: I, I don't see too many individual pixels. I do notice on the... Well, no, they, I, they tend to come in clusters. I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think it's. You know, I think it's, it's a nice. Progress. Nice evolution. It's yeah. progress. Yeah. It's a nice evolution. Um, it's come under a lot of attack for not being very user upgradable. I don't. I'm, I'm getting. That the, mean? You know, like you can't take it. Um, take it apart. Replace the flash memory upgrade the memory um, cut, change the SSD any of that kind of stuff oh, yeah, and it's yeah. getting to the point it's like it who well, does, it does that anymore, that anymore. Yeah. and it will I reckon it'll probably last for five years which is kind of the maximum you back, time you'd yeah. think it would be useful for anyway Could you go back
1: five years you, know, you, know, you and I were self-assembling hard drives we'd buy the hard drive oh, enclosure Yeah, who buy the buy hard the drive rat. and we'd assemble it ourselves and we'd save yeah. significant cash no, you, uh, you, you don't no save bad. any cash don't any save anymore. any cash
0: and, and you mean, certainly don't get a better experience from no, that. quite the opposite so I think it's really only hacker types and people who are really the hardcore Well, no actually I think a lot of the tech press were pretty fair in saying who gives the rats yeah you know, um, I'd rather
1: just work well. Do,
0: do you, you know, it's not like people buy household appliances and expect to um, upgrade them, you know, like a Roomba. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. So, you know, I, I think it, it is very much becoming more appliance-like, and it's a design choice as well. Do you sacrifice upgradability in order to make it more portable and thinner? And look, you know, one of the key features of my, my little MacBook Air is the fact that it's incy it's light and it's thin. Um, it doesn't have necessarily the uh, reassuring clunk when I close the lid of yeah, a high true. end automobile. That's right. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure. And more interesting than that,
1: yeah. There's no kickstand on there's it. There's no kickstand on your on it. MacBook Air.
0: There's no kickstand. Um, disappointing, actually. I think all oh, laptops should have kickstands as well.
1: I, in all fairness, my Dell doesn't need one because it's got a thumping great battery that sticks out the bottom. Right, kind of the same. It,
0: that, that stops it from tipping over, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, and it, and it brings it up to that perfect angle of nineteen point two five degrees.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, I do find the um, the edge, the the leading edge of the MacBook Air, quite sharp. <laughs> So you, no, not when you're typing, but when you close the thing up, you could actually chop onions with that, I think. Yeah. I I would not recommend that, because the um, onion juice uh, could probably, it'll probably eat away at the keyboard and the internals. Yeah. But it is a little bit sharp, and that that might be my only criticism. Clearly not the optimal 22 degrees camber that's needed on the edge of a device in order for it to bleed into your body. I'm probably being a bit harsh because I I, I'm, I actually bet this Surface thing is awesome. It looks it looks um the, like a beast. Well, uh, did they announce when they were, you might? No actually, no no uh, no 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 date yeah, yeah. no price no. So specs. Talking, it really is like
1: the previous Surface then. <laughs> <laughs> really yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Except I think they
1: would expect these to
0: be on sale to consumers because not many consumers could afford to buy the real surfaces. They were like twenty thirty thousand dollars a yeah. a pop. Um, but you know this thing's what going to be a few hundred dollars. You figure who knows it's premium microsoft hardware richard (laughs) no it's a bit like that mouse that mouse was not a cheap mouse that you bought right that was premium microsoft hardware uh if you uh, you can buy premium the execution was fine i personally feel the inception was possibly the idea that this the concept yeah well i can't imagine that they'll get too much wrong with the tablet um because it's copying other tablet makers does this mean, though, that, that Microsoft is now competing with other hardware manufacturers? Well, they, like, I noticed like the in, the, in and the, the tech
1: press, you know, they were getting yeah. slated by Acer and a few of their others. Yeah, you know, It's oh, a dangerous, really? it's a like dangerous the, path for them to you know, go. Acer, to, were actually saying, oh, we are not like. Yeah, I mean, it's a dangerous path because at the end of the day, you know, they, they built their whole their model stuff. about we do the operating That's system. That's what I'm saying. It's a different model. Uh, but then, That's you know, Google transition. bought Motorola and, you know, they assume that they can make that work. So, yeah, can can a company that... Delivers the operating system, also make hardware, and you know, Google obviously thinks so, and obviously Microsoft thinks so too. Well, Apple have shown they can. They can, but <clears throat> but Apple but never tried to share with partners, right? No, so they never, they, well, well, whereas they, Microsoft is very much a partners based business.
0: Apple did in its dark history before Steve Jobs returned, where they had Mac clones True. that were hideous yeah. Uh, abominations, yeah, and you know didn't have Johnny Eyes making them all look candy coloured and, yeah. and beautiful and pretty with lots of <laughs> lots of angles, which. Actually, they didn't have angles. They are very curved. There was not really many angles. No. And none at but you 22 see degrees. That, you
1: see that through cars as well. You know, cars went through an evolution where they were all kind of bubbly shaped and then everyone went, all cars are going to look the same and then they went, oh no, let's put some sharp angles on it. Thins. You know, I'm pretty sure BMW were one of the early ones to really just fold that steel into quite a yep. sharp back and suddenly people were like, what they like that looks sharp. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares about aerodynamics? That looks good. That's kinda, true. That looks true. And same, same with... Computers, you know, we went all soft and curvy, and then we went, what else can we do? Well, we We've, got angles, again. We've got angles again. We've got angles again. We've got lots of sharp They're angles. They're just fashionable devices, aren't they, really? Well,
0: and, and that's okay.
1: I reckon yeah. the iPhone 5 will have uh, curves again. It'll be curved underneath. Do something. you reckon? 22 degrees. Bet you it is. Uh,
0: no, they'll differentiate, Richard. <laughs> yeah, they'll
1: say, actually, people who use Apple actually
0: don't have hands or pockets, that are fit for 22 degrees. Yeah. And actually, we've worked
1: out the optimal radius is some other Or they thing. might say, you know, um, actually, 22 degrees is optimal if you're holding things in two hands. Oh, but one you're holding headed, in one hand, oh, you, you, you need a softer angle.
0: Yeah. Well, I was going to say you need a um, an, an angle closer to to 90 degrees, to, to whatever that is, you know. somewhere that's a right, right the, angle, isn't it? Yeah, closer <laughs> to a right angle. I reckon that's more comfortable. Okay.
1: yeah.
0: Well, in fact, not an angle but uh, a curvature you know what do you call that you know a radius a yeah. little elliptical kind of thing and, and did you I don't know if you you didn't watch the video right of the um, no, launch no. but they they must have been um, told how to hold the thing because uh, a lot of the time they're holding it as if it were like a tray like a serving yeah. tray like a waiter yeah. almost well, and they hand out and they have, that table, had so. yep. dressed, have the thing on top and it's like it's it is the stage for windows which I thought was actually kind of. Cool metaphor. I yeah. kind of liked it But they're saying this tablet has been the Surface is a stage for Windows. It's it's where l- Windows is launched from because they got rid of the Start um, menu. So they now uh, have to create a new stage yeah. in order to launch Windows, and it is the Surface tablet, Richard. Wow. Metaphorically speaking, <laughs> I can't no. I can't wait to see one. Yeah. As much as so I keep banging on about the twenty-two degrees. So we don't really speculate stage. about the future, but
1: um, you know, iOS, uh, not iOS, um, Windows. No, let me get this. <gasps> the new iPhone. Oh, right. Which yeah, I'm yeah. predicting would be called the new iPhone. As to iPhone oh, iPhone. right. I don't care. Care. I just want But to the, new one. the funny thing about it is, you know, it, it's compatible with my upgrade cycle, which is to say, you know, mine's this probably year. going to die. Uh, sometime oh, right. This year. Um, but I'm actually feeling a little bit uncomfortable uh, about this because I've actually got to that point where I can treat my phone with a high degree of disrespect. Right. And I feel okay about it. Yeah, and yeah. And I yeah. kind of like that. The yep. fact, the thought I'd get another shiny device that's all new and shiny and pretty. And I'm going to have to put it in my pockets You'd with my keys. I, I have to look after it again.
0: Yeah, it's, I used that's to be still like that. For that. I used to treat my phone quite rough. Yeah, and I that, that's why actually put me off from buying a smartphone of any description for a long time because I thought I, I viewed a phone as a very utilitarian device. I'd toss it around, but I don't consider this a smartphone. I consider it. It's a communicator. It's a. It's my portable computer.
1: Right. So. You still look my, after it,
0: right? exactly. But no, because I've always looked after my computers. Ah, okay. I've always looked after those high end devices. Like when I took my Mac Pro, MacBook Pro into the um, store recently, I think you have a look at, and the guy was like, "Wow, yeah, this is like in really good condition." <laughs> I said, "Yeah, it's like four or five years old." He's like, the, "It's that number of years old." It was five years old, and it's in such, It's like it's brand new. Yeah. And I said, well, "Of course it is. You know, why would it not be?" Yeah. you know and I, you know, I buff it up I use a little you know, micro cloths and I, I yeah. routinely do that with my yeah. devices like well, why would I not you know and you know, it's disgusting that you should you know think otherwise or that you should treat your Apple products without that kind of love and affection or any products you know if it was a Microsoft
1: thing I'd want to look after that at that product. point he'd press a little button just underneath the counter. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and calling I got, security yeah he got, got, got me hooked out, out. Yeah, that's yeah. right yeah
0: so no it, it was It's. Um, I, I hear what you're saying and I think it's you need to take a you know, a mind shift basically, not treat it as if it's a phone. Don't I, how often do you use it for a phone? How often do you make phone calls? Hardly ever but, but at the end of the day I can't communicate. You know, it's, it's a, a device it, it,
1: the phone is irrelevant. It's the fact that it's something that you carry with you all the time. Yeah. And now I've got I've got to mood. that point where I feel much more less fear with it and right. now it has, you don't
0: respect, you don't don't respect it has quite a number of that, real, do no, you don't respect your gadgets. I do respect them. I do respect
1: them. But at the end of the day they've got to fit into my life. And my life is. No, you should fit your life around the gadgets. I have multiple things in my pocket. You should fit your life around the gadgets. Oh,
0: yeah, I've got to and go. your gadget's
1: telling you you need to go. My,
0: my gadget's telling me I need to go. Because so yeah. you're, to you're ruled, by we're ruled by gadgets. I'm ruled by gadgets, thank goodness, because actually I'm pretty useless without them. That's true. Well, there were a couple of things, other things I wanted to talk about, but we've run I'll out say of time We'll it for, this next, time. We'll say it next, for time. next time. We'll save it for next. Yeah, yeah, probably in a couple of weeks, come to our schedule. Yeah, For episode 42, which is what? The Answer for Life? Yeah.
1: The Universe and the We're going to make a good one then.
0: Yeah. All right, hey, um well, thanks for geeking
1: out with us. we the Ministry of